starts screaming. Ah! <laughs> no, you'll remember this. Ah! Oh, that was Kate's Island. Ah! Ah! Oh my god. So this is going to be a fun one tonight. Uh. Uh. And there's a reason why we are a day early, but before we get into it, I am going to double check and make sure everything is copacetic. What about me? We're good. I can hear me! Yay! Yay. Alright. <laughs> so we are talking red versus blue of the non-Halo variety, right? I wouldn't even say necessarily red versus blue. I would just say, I, I would literally just bulk it into, because not every conservative is Republican. And I know, every, I know everybody's like, oh, no, that's not true. It's like, yeah, actually it is. Well, I, 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 conservative in a way, but all of us purple or gold folks, depending on which color you like better, I guess. You're not even libertarian. You're, you're on your own, and so am I. We are not what yeah. we say we are. And the thing is, we have all unity. <laughs> we have all good things. No, what I mean by that is, I it's like if I and I said this even when I discovered the libertarian party. Like if I had to pick one that I was closest to, but I, I would say I'm libertarian. But I'm I'm nothing. I'm I, I am nothing. Hey, listen here, dude. Trump, don't be making fun of people. Nobody makes fun of people the way I do. I'm the greatest at it. And then he said something, and he was like. You remember when they tried to get him because they thought he was making fun of that, and then literally he, his he, pantomime. He yeah, but his pantomime for anyone freaking out is literally that same hand movement, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's making fun of a handicapped person." It's like literally watch every single video he does, and he does the same pantomime. He he literally has no new tricks. <laughs> I'm not. <sighs> I'm not saying he was or that he wasn't. All I'm saying is that... Yeah, you are. Just say it. <laughs> I mean, he was. He, he wasn't... He, he, I mean, okay. Hello? But here's, okay. here's, my, here's my point. Here's my point. <laughs> These headphones give me anxiety. <laughs> Does it make him an asshole? He yeah. Already, he already is an asshole. But did that reporter have it coming a little bit? Yeah. Look, she's surprised I picked her. Oh, I wasn't thinking, Mr. President. That's right. You never do. <laughs> that was good. That was amazing. That was good. Say what you will about Donald Trump. He kept the press on their toes. You never knew what was going to come out and of And that's mouth. the thing about uh, about uh, about Trump. You know, Biden, I mean, the only thing he keeps on his toes is like strawberry jam. <laughs> I would love to see Ryan Reynolds be president for like a week. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Oh just to see just to see him interact with the press. I want to know if he's actually that quick-witted in real life. I th I think he is. You think so? I well, I've seen him do interviews and stuff. I watched him do an interview with uh his new movie, uh what is it? I can't remember what it's called. Uh it was on Netflix. Um uh, Are you talking about Red Notice or did he do another one? No, no, no. Uh no, it's it's newer than Red Notice, I believe. Uh, it's uh where where oh, he comes back yeah. in time to his for his kid self. Yes. It's um, a good movie. Project Adam or Project Yeah, yep, yep. 
Project Adam. But anyway, I so he uh, uh, was doing an interview with that child, and he didn't seem as quick-witted. The child now was like, holy shit, Ryan 2.0. I'm even doing the hand. He, yeah, he was seriously Ryan 2.0. Like, he was good. Like, his his comebacks, he was he was quick. And I was like, man, I was like, that's what happened to us growing up. Oh, I still maintain. Honestly, if you looked at the way we talk to each other from the lens of today, I mean, it was awful. Oh, but if we, if we were talking on Facebook, we'd be banned every 30 days, every oh, six months. Yeah. But I'm so happy it happened because the, the end result of hanging out with our friend group was you had to be quick and you had to have thick skin and you had to be ready to take what you dished out. Yeah, but you and I both know we have a couple of uh, friends who we thought were thick-skinned. I mean, yeah, I guess some people play it off a little better, but it is what it is. It's funny you mention that because that can actually kind of lead me into one of the sponsors, which I don't think you have the link for, but I will. Oh, he disappeared. Fucking ninja shit. I think all you, I think all you have to Side do is your cover face. your face. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh shit. <clears throat> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, it didn't work. Parkour. <laughs> Parkour. 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 Uh. Anyway, so so you you've had a you've had a little bit of exposure to uh, Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you've had more. Only what I've showed you. Oh, can man. I? I know where you're going with can, that. Can, can I ask you an honest question and get an honest answer? Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, this is just for my own knowledge. Have you seen any more of his stuff other than what I've shown you? No. Okay. Based upon what I've shown you, which I believe was one or two, I think it was two episodes of Take Confidential, his, uh, it's really, it's a reality show, but it's on YouTube. Based upon that, what is your opinion of him and his brother? Fuck it, you can throw his brother into the mix too. Well, when it comes to YouTube channels, you can definitely spot like ones that are like fake but made to look real. Yeah, and he's definitely real because you can just you can just tell because I, I don't know how to explain it without just saying it, but like so therefore like I mean. I feel like he's definitely a real person, and everything he does is real. So, for the most part, I I can't confirm nor deny. But yeah, well, it seems I like mean, pretty straightforward, honest. Yeah, well, I'm just gonna put it this way: it's really hard to fake a trip to Dubai in a Bugatti. Oh yeah, it's really difficult to fake that. But millions of YouTube subscribers could have fund that. I, well, actually, YouTube doesn't. You don't make a ton of money on YouTube anymore. Like, don't get me wrong. He makes money from his social media. There's no. If you that. have a good enough following and they react and share and comment and post, yeah, you can make a killing. His if whole, his whole thing though, his channel though, his official channel doesn't compared to a lot of other YouTubers. Like he's got a lot of subscribers, but compared to a lot of other YouTubers, he's not that high up. In fact. A lot of other subscribers, or I'm sorry, other YouTubers, they uh, they get, um, what is it? Take Confidential currently has 246,000 subscribers. Oh. 
Yeah. I thought, I, was, had, I thought he had a couple million. No, I was surprised. About, see, here's the thing, though, and this is why he rubs a lot of people the wrong way because he's very, like you can attest to this, he's quite abrasive, mm-hmm. very opinionated. And he does that, A, because I think that's who he really is. He's like, like Dave B, Portnoy. Yeah, but he also, I mean, he does it for effect, but I think, honestly, it's just who he is. And here's one of the reasons I respect him a lot is because he tr- he's one of these people who truly does not give a fuck does not care he's been banned off twitter so many times uh i'm surprised his youtube channel has and then he's got another youtube channel which i think is a spurt first one so it's probably got more but even though yeah tate speech only has 300 subscribers tate speech <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is clever <laughs> i know that's that's his that's his that's his first channel and then he's got tate confidential which is just the show um, and then he, he does have an official Twitter, but they took away his blue check mark. But, and you made this comment, he's everywhere on social media. Particularly TikTok. He's fucking everywhere. Well, that's the thing, man. You can have, if you build a following, TikTok is the place to build a following. Cause well, it's, here's it's, the, it's, it's the new guy. You want to know the fun, funny part though? Hmm. He has no official TikTok. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, he, they're uh, they're they're all fan pages. He's not on. He would have gotten banned anyway, even if he had made one. He'd he'd be banned. Anyway, the long fucking long point I'm trying to make here is that it does tie into this because Andrew Tate and to a lesser to to an extent his brother Tristan, these are both people who rub a lot of people the wrong way but i don't think it's because what they're saying is incorrect i think the bulk of what they talk about well first of all anything they say about money i fucking trust them because somebody who's got a net worth of 30 million obviously knows something about money so to question anything they tell you about money is fucking stupid and lazy and arrogant to a degree because how how could you be so arrogant to have somebody who's got what is it? They've got, I think they've got 24 supercars now, $30 million net worth, you know, and say, well, he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Does are you going to tell Warren Buffett he doesn't know shit about the stock market? I really? think you're wrong, sir. Okay. Oh, and that's the other thing is tell Warren Buffett, Andrew Tate, uh, uh, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey does this all the time. You know, tell any of these guys, Robert Kiyosaki, tell any of them that they're wrong. You know what their response is every single time? Okay, get fucked. You don't want to get rich? Fine. That's more money for me. I don't care. And these people tend to be, particularly with the, particularly with the Tate brothers, these people tend to be left-leaning, usually feminists, because they do say some pretty abrasive stuff about women, but <laughs> I've yet to hear somebody make a good argument against Like, I've heard plenty of arguments against it, and I'm not saying everything is true all the time. But if you really, really think about it, it's kind of hard to argue with a lot of this stuff. But, as we've seen, a lot of people on the far left end of the spectrum don't live in reality. And I touched on this and I was kicking myself because I didn't finish the point I was trying to make about the dangers of subjective reality. Well, that's the danger of subjective reality. If you believe the world can be anything you want it to be, 
then you ignore what the world is. And an unfortunate side effect of that is you cannot wish the world you want into existence. The world is what the world is and you have to live in it. So the smart people figure out how the world actually works and figure out how to strategically place themselves and their friends in a lot of cases and play the game. That's why the matrix is a perfect metaphor. And that's why mo a lot of people use it, whether it be the red pill community or escaping the matrix as Tate likes to say, cause it's, it's a perfect metaphor. You know, you're in the matrix, you get taken out of the matrix, you realize what it is, you know that it's fake, you, then you learn how it works and then you learn how to manipulate it. Which leads me into one, well, it's not really a sponsor. It's not, it's not a sponsor, but anyway, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I have been a student in Andrew Tate's Hustlers University for a few months now, and I've been bouncing around different programs um, come to find out I don't have enough money to really make a big dent in the crypto market yet. So I have now switched over to another, <clears throat> excuse me, another one of their campuses. They have 18 different campuses. All are modern online for the most part, wealth creation tools that actually work. Each of these campuses has a wins chat where people <clears throat> post daily their wins. Like if you want receipts, they're there. Believe you me, I'm in it. I actually have to, after we wrap up here, I have a lecture I have to watch in the affiliate marketing class, which fun fact, I don't think it's in there, but we'll, we'll put it down there. It's a direct link. You can click it. You don't have to join, but it is, it does have a video on the top of the page. I would highly advise you to watch it, learn about it. Don't take my word for it, but I highly recommend that you join Hustlers University and most people start making money within the first week. I know I've made some in the crypto, but like I said, I, I kind of figured out that I don't have enough capital to make a huge dent, especially in this market. But I'm still dabbling. I'm still making money. Like I, I make enough to pay for the monthly subscription and then some. But I'm trying to get fucking rich. But that in itself is worth it because the thing is you've already technically ROI'd. Yeah, it's essentially free. Because let's be real here. If you can't make 50 bucks a month at something. You're not good at it. Yeah, then you should stop. And here's the kicker. Let's say, let's say worst case scenario, because I'll be honest, I started in the copywriting thing and I realized very quickly it wasn't for me. But I didn't make any money the first month because I was fucking around with the copywriting. But as soon as I got into crypto, I was making, I was making at least 50 bucks a month. I was probably making closer to, well, it varies, but I was making more than 50 bucks a month. I think my worst my worst month was like sixty five, and this is in a bear market, mind you. So that's the thing, you can make money in a bear market. Oh fuck yeah, you can. You can make yeah, big money in a bear market. You make bigger money in a bull market, but <laughs> no, the, see the the bear market. All right, listen, the bull run can make you rich. That's what I'm talking. I'm but talking the about bear a bear market run. will make you wealthy. True. I'm trying to get rich first, though. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> Believe me. You know, we're both on the same goal. But yeah, yeah so we'll, uh, we'll, post the, we'll post the direct link in the description. Actually, if you want to type it in there real fast, it's just ratamediahu2.com. Yeah, move out of the way so they can see your, uh, how to spell it right there on your wall. That's it. A-R-E-T-E-M-E-D-I-A-H-U-2.com. 
Boom. And we'll 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 put her we'll put her in the description. We will. Later. So, but c- keeping on that theme, the one of the biggest indicators that people on the far left don't live in the real world is that they they talk about a civil war with the right with a straight face. Like, get fucked. What are you talking about? I got three reasons why you will lose immediately. One, you're against guns. Your opponents love guns. Number two, you want more abortions. So you already have a lower population. By default. Yeah. Regardless of what the law is, like, because I know it's recently changed in some areas, but no matter what the law is, by virtue of the history of those preferences, you have a lower population. And I think this whole, not to get off topic, but this whole Roe v. Wade thing, what it tells me is that the population of the United States is not nearly as left-leaning as the media would have you believe. And that's the thing. Just because it's in the media does not mean it is public consensus at all. Well, it's usually the opposite. Yeah. Because lest we forget Donald Trump's election. Oh, there's no way he can win. Fuck. And then then the, the reason he won was because of how these politicians have been taking advantage of everyone over all these years and then all of a sudden they were duped again by well, another not e- fucking not e- politician. Not even taking advantage of, flat out ignoring, forgetting about. The media did it too. Well, essentially they stealing were, from. They were laughing at Donald Trump. I mean, what this, what, ha- what happened uh, 9-11? Right, right before the second plane hit. I don't know what you're getting at. Okay, so... This is true. Facebook or fucking YouTube, you can fucking suck my dick. This is true. Anyway, so before 9/11 happened, one, one what was it? 1.2 trillion dollars went missing. And then 9/11 oh, happened. Yeah, yeah. And then they said, "Well, we need to get to the place and figure out where it is." Boom, planes hit that place. I'm sorry, but like you know, like people who uh, you know, like uh, social Democratic Socialist? Is that is that right? That doesn't fucking a- exist. AOC, well, I'm just saying, AOC, like, it's the dumbest shit ever. But anyway, so like, a- people like AOC, it's like, okay, so you believe in government taking care of you, but yet they'll lose $1.2 trillion, and then I don't know if it's true that they blew up a building, a couple buildings, but I'm just going to say... It's I don't think it was an, I, I don't think it was an inside job, but I think maybe there may have I'm not coding here. this is legitimately my bad. I think I'll put it to you this way. If I found out that some people knew and said nothing, I wouldn't be shocked. Well, the funny thing is the beams jet fuel won't burn them and somehow mis- mis- mysteriously uh, jet fuel burned through the beams and that's how the buildings collapsed. And then on top of that, well, $1.2 trillion going missing, it's like a little sus. You know? No, I, I, I don't want to stick on this because I'll admit no, I don't No, no, we, we need to get off this. But I, but I, ju- just on the whole thing, I think there may be some linguistic gymnastics happening about when they say jet fuel burned through the beams. I don't think that they disintegrated <clears> them. 
I think they may have weakened them enough. I think that's what they mean. Because extreme heat can melt just about anything if it gets hot enough. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't have to completely disintegrate it. It just has to be weak enough to buckle. But it's just weird that it fell like a controlled demolition. Yeah, now that that I can't deny because I've seen the footage. <laughs> and I'm not saying it I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying it kind of looked like it. Yeah. That's all. And see, so bitching about and this is true to some far farther on the right people too is when did we when did our society become such that you cannot say something speculative without being immediately like like i can't say yeah you know i'm not saying it was but it does look like a controlled demolition and somebody be like oh my god i can't believe you're a conspiracy theorist i'm like I didn't say it was. I'm just saying, look at the video. And then you get flagged for false information, and then and then you're in Facebook jail. <laughs> that sounds very personal. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you were driving, you were backing out of your parking space, and someone mm-hmm. walked up and opened your vehicle door and started screaming at you, I know you. You you you'd probably be like, "What are you doing?" You know, like that. But like my 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 first re- well, I don't know. My, I don't know how you'd react because I think my first of, reaction, I would I would knock him out. I'd be like, "Dude, you're opening my door. I don't know who you are. I don't know if you have a fu- if you're trying to rob me. I don't know what." It's like my first intention is like, if I don't know who you are and you're opening my door, I'm gonna knock you the fuck out and I'm gonna drive away. I'm going to get I'm going to get you out of my vehicle. Exactly for sure. Now. I literally watched a video on Facebook, and I don't know if you've seen this one. This this guy is pulling out of a parking space. It doesn't show him pulling out. It just shows him uh, stop for a second, and then like literally like this lady opens up his door and starts screaming at him. She goes, you know, you're parked on the wrong side of the road. He's like, I'm pulling out of a parking space. And like literally all I said on this, I said, if you open my door, I'm going to break your nose. And I got a 30-day ban for that. And I'm like, okay. Now, every, can... hold on. Everybody's like, well, that's violent. And I'm like, it's a fucking, it's a, uh, what's what, what am I looking for? It's a hypothetical situation with no real characters. So, therefore, there is no direct threat to anyone. So, therefore, it is not a threat. It is considered violent. But the thing is, it is violence of uh, self-protection, um, you know? The, so, I'll tell you what likely happened is one of their bots. What likely the happened? Oh, yeah. Well, no, no. I fucking put it in front of a, peer, a judge, a peer, a, whatever it is, Facebook court. It's like, okay, these bitches are taking people to court, and I can't even tell my side of the story. Like, what the fuck? But anyway, so it's like, okay. But anyway, and you're you are right. It, it was a bot that flagged it because of words and it's like well that's i'm pretty sure that's what happened to our band podcast too which you can still listen to the audio version yeah because honestly that was a good one i was pissed because that was really good yeah but it is on our delta (laughs) oh the title was brilliant but um man just just so everybody knows you can still check that out on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. yeah because they're radio now Hey, you know what? If Spotify wants to put a disclaimer on it, I really don't give a shit. No, because who as reads as they it just anyway? Put a disclaimer. Who reads it anyway? Yeah. People I who don't. are paranoid about people who are paranoid about COVID. 
Right. And then I like I don't even have to go into the irony. And again, regardless of what side of the debate you're on, I don't need to point out the irony of the whole my body, my choice thing. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't need to go there because it's obvious. Regardless of what side you are on. That shit went out the window a year ago, a year and a half ago. Well, what I also am Just loving saying. is that what I'm also loving now is that men no longer have uteruses. Yeah, I know, and but, well, but at the funny thing, uh, funny part is, is you know they don't know what a woman is either. Well, no, they do now in the context of Roe v. Wade. They know exactly what a woman is. They're fucking. You know, it's 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 almost a pity that. Oh God, I'm gonna get so much shit for this. It, hold comments till the end of the sentence. It's almost a shame that it didn't get overturned a year ago when Matt Walsh was making that documentary. Because the footage he could have gotten. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't either. I'm, I'm in danger of becoming a temporary Daily Wire subscriber. Oh, to watch dude. that. Binge, to watch that and all them. They're, they're fucking fantastic. Matt Walsh is awesome. I, okay, so this might grant he's me a really little pretentious. bit. pretentious. I like him. Oh, I disagree. I think he's pretentious as hell. I think oh. he's a, I think he's a dick, but... Yeah, well. He makes some good – and this is my problem with a lot of people, particularly like personalities on the right, because Candace Owens is this way a lot of the time. Yeah. Matt Walsh is this way. That other uh, – I don't even remember his name. The other guy at Daily Wire, the Bald. thin face, clean – no, the clean-shaven, face, uh, clean shaven, thin face guy who has I, – I don't remember his name. They're all – really fucking pretentious and matt walsh is one of the worst here's the thing i agree with a lot of the things he says but i would never hang out with him because he's just one like he's like a conservative hipster and i don't like it he seems like the kind of guy who no he does he seems like the kind of guy who would tell you (laughs) you're a conservative hipster no i'm just kidding (laughs) no no, not at all. He seems like the kind of guy who you'd go out, like, I, I don't drink beer, but if you went out with a beer with him, he'd tell oh, you. Oh, yeah, he, he'd be that guy. He'd be like, yeah, he'd be this, that is, guy. this is really hoppy. He'd be like, that's Dr. Pepper, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And a lot of times, I've seen some of his interviews, and a lot of times they are, and I, I understand why they do it, but he seems to be the worst offender of kind of setting people up to fail. Crowder does this too, not to the same degree because Crowder's a little bit more comedic about it. <clears throat> but to, to me, I think it's disingenuous when you're walking into an interview with the full intention of setting this person up to fail. Now, granted, sometimes they do it to themselves, and I've seen that happen. See, I would rather have a debate, let them say their side, and then tell them why they're wrong or they well, can tell me why I'm wrong because that's well, what that's, debate's for. Well, that's why I like Crowder's Change My Mind because he – and that one, he has no control over who's coming up. And he does listen. Yeah, but so he can't set them up to fail. Yeah. Now, the one thing I will say about Walsh, Walsh's documentary is I don't think he's setting these people up to fail. No, they didn't. Because, the, because the, the question is so basic. And he can't, And speaking of which, while we're on the subject of this, I saw another video on TikTok. He was talking to a transgender man. And, like, Who? it was... I, uh, Walsh, Matt okay. Walsh. It, it's in the documentary, and this poor 
this poor fucking person, I swear. It's so pitiful, and I don't mean it as, like, a shaming thing. I mean, like, the definition of the word pitiful. Like, their answers or how Matt Walsh was treating them? No, 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 no. It's pitiful because this is a person, this was this was a woman who transitioned into a man. And <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> actually, a little bit smoother than I'm the talking, other way I'm around. Talking, I'm talking downstairs. <laughs> So they actually show the skin graft from their arm. They usually, they usually, I think they usually take it from the thigh, the inner thigh. Um, oh, and fun oh, fact, there there is a sexual. Uh, oh yeah, where they can have a wiener. It's not a real one, but yeah, that they have a little pump. No, actually, believe it or not, the really good ones don't have a pump. Like there are some that have a pump, but fun fact, that procedure was actually invented. In the aftermath of World War One, after dudes got their dicks blown off in the war, Ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. Co- cosmetic surgery actually made huge leaps and bounds after the First World War because it's not an understatement to say that people were, I mean, people were ripped apart in a way that warfare had just it had never been seen before, and that's why I get really annoyed with people when they're like, "Oh, it's such a terrible time to live." I'm like. Bullshit. You want to know the scariest time on planet fucking Earth? I, I don't definitively know, but World War One's at the top of my list. That's some scary-ass shit. You gotta imagine. You have to imagine. Can, can you imagine being the first motherfucker to see a tank coming at them? Fuck that. What is Dude, that? What is that? Fuck! It's a giant moving gun! That will shoot you and or roll you over. It will blow you to bits. Could you just imagine that? No, I don't want to. It's scary. I don't want to. I don't <laughs> it's bad enough. I, I don't want to see one rolling in real life. I was going right to say, now. I don't want to see one today and we're used to it. And that's, well, that's the thing, to... man. Like, I don't know. People act like they're so war hungry. Like, especially conservatives right now with the Ukraine thing. How do you mean? I mean, Dan Crenshaw, dude, he, he's freaking, he, he's all gung-ho about the United States getting involved with Ukraine and Russia. And I'm like, dude, fucking leave that shit alone. I mean, he is, man. Every time. Oh, no, I, no, I'm not, I'm okay. not, I'm not denying that. But no, and, and then him, uh, several other conservatives, but uh, hell, I think Crowder out, out of all of my, I'm, I, I think it might have been him. He, he, he was saying that it's not our war. And I was like, I agree. So, okay, so we're going to we're going to get into some more history here, but and I I'm not saying this is right or wrong. This I is know we were supposed to help them in times of war. But well, also, I, I mean, you know, when you have another major country threatening us with nuclear war, it's like it's like, dude, do you really do that to people right now when everybody's like so fucking like fucked over by inflation and uh, everything like this that's going on? It's like, well, we, well, we don't have time for this shit. <laughs> Well, so this is where I kind of I temper my responses here because I have not served in the military. So I am essentially regurgitating what people like Jocko Willink, uh, Dan Crenshaw and Tim Kennedy say on the matter. All three of them were vehemently opposed for the way in which we left and the timing in which we left Afghanistan. (laughs) I think anybody anywhere the fucking brain would be. Well, yeah, I just drop but, everything, leave billions of dollars of fucking equipment. Well, but the other reason, too, is the fact that they were pro-action in Afghanistan and Iraq, to the best of my knowledge. 
they were pro action, which I mean, fuck, even at the time, I don't know too many people that were anti invasion of Afghanistan in 2001. No. Iraq, yeah, there was some kerfuffle there. But we're going to go back a little bit further. So I get to go on one of my favorite rants, too. <laughs> Not Vietnam. We're gonna go back further. Up, back even further. Oh shit! I don't know what that's show, from. Show tunes, I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend it. I'm gonna pretend it's the 1930s because that's where we're going. So I have a trivia question for you, sir. When did World War II officially begin, in your best estimation? Uh, 1939. See, that's, and that's, that's not incorrect, but that's the most widely accepted answer. Most people agree that the Second World War began with Germany invaded Poland. 37? 39. No, I'm saying, is it actually 37? Is that what you're getting at? Well, well so we're getting into some nuance here. I, I actually, remember that there were some other things rolling before that, and I think you've actually told me this before, and that's why I kind of know. I just can't remember what year you said. Go ahead. Well, I actually need to... Hold on. <clears throat> see, I'm of the belief that the second world... See, okay, so I have this crazy theory. I think that the First World War and the Second World War are the same war. They just had a they had a temporary ceasefire in there. Because now, First World War, who was uh, against each other? Actors so the, the, the so technically that was the Allies and the Entente, um, and the big players were. I'm not even going to include the United States because they didn't join the war until 1918. Your biggest ones were basically England, France, and Russia versus the Austro-Hungarian Empire and Germany, and then the Ottoman Empire. Hold up. Joined. We, we didn't join until 1918? Correct. When it started, when? 1914. Oh, okay. Yeah, but still four years? Well, you got to remember, this wasn't our war. Oh, until it threatened us, correct? Kind of the whole Zimmerman note thing. With why, Mexico. Why, why did we get involved? There's a lot of reasons. Um, the main, well, the main justification was because British intelligence intercepted a telegram between uh, the German ambassador to Mexico, <clears throat> basically telling him to offer Mexico that if they go to war with the United States to keep us busy that they will eventually come help them. And then when they conquer the United States, they will give them back all the territory lost in the uh, Mexican-American War. Now, I will say, there is no evidence to suggest that the Mexican government ever even got the message, much less we're going to take it seriously. Yeah, they don't give a shit. Well, I think, <clears throat> particularly at the time, I mean, these were fairly recent wounds, because, I mean, fuck, when was the Mexican-American War? It wasn't that long ago no i don't want the definition of a mexican-american there we go 1837 so it ended in 1848 oh, damn. okay so no it, it had been a while 
I was thinking sooner, but anyway, that's not the point. The point is, where was I going with this? So, but even, even that's my, that's my crazy theory because I believe that every, because here's what you have to understand. So remember Russia was part of the allies in world war one. Now Russia left the war. They got out of the war because the, the czar was overthrown. Now, what a lot of people don't know is, do you know who overthrew the czar? Stalin? Well, technically, Lenin. Stalin was part of the camp, but he wasn't the grand leader yet. What? Lenin, Stalingrad, whatever. Yeah, Lenin, Lenin founded the, uh, the, basically the Communist Party in Russia. Now, here's a fun fact a lot of people You're don't know. you making me pull things out of my head I didn't even know. Ah! Just kidding. Ah! Ah! So, do you know how Lenin had been, um, I guess, banished isn't the word I'm looking for, exiled from Russia? And you know where he was hanging out? Germany. You know who sent him back to Russia? Hitler. Uh, Germany. Not Hitler, but the, Ger- the German government. <clears throat> Damn Germans. So the irony is not lost on me either. The fact that Germany sent Lenin to Russia to overthrow the Tsar to get Russia out of the war. And that would later become the reason that one of the main reasons that Germany lost the Second World War was the Soviet Union. But anyway, even if you don't even if you don't ascribe to my theory that it was one giant long conflict with a ceasefire in the middle. I still make the case that the Second World War started rolling in about 1931, certainly by 1935, by the time you had the Spanish Civil War, because it was a proxy war. Like, the German army was sending troops and aircraft to Spain, and there were unofficial international units from what would become the Allied powers also fighting in Spain. So I'm of the belief that certainly by 1935, even as early as the Japanese invasion of Manchuria, which happened in 1931. So I would consider it pretty much a world war, at least by 1935, which I believe is when the span. Damn it. It sucks when we're doing the podcast because I always have brain farts. Well, when you put it that way, though, it definitely does seem like it's it was just one big long war. Right, that's what I'm saying. Is the Spanish Civil War oh, okay? So technically, 19. So it ended in 1939. The Spanish Civil War did, but it started in 1936. Well, and how we segue? No, I, I think I'm getting confused with the the invasion of Nanking, Nan- which I think that was 1935. Nam, which we're not going to get it. That's a whole podcast, and it was okay. No, that was 1937, but. Okay, so certainly by 1936, I would consider World War II to have been started. Personally, I think it goes back to World War, I mean, to 1931. Well, I think it goes back to the First World War, uh, personally. And you already had unrest between, like, the USSR and its, like, Germany and Russia made a pact to invade Poland and split it. Like, and that's what happened. So, and Ukraine, I believe, by this point was already annexed into the USSR. Uh, so the Ukrainian famine would have already happened by that, certainly by 1939, because I believe that happened in 1936. Correct me if I'm wrong, but... And that, people, is the segment of Jake's History Corner. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... 
we got way off topic. Yeah, so did much you, so you, that did, I you were you had you had I was some kind I was of point. You I was, was working making, towards something. I was work I was working really well towards something. And I threw a couple sticks in your no, rims we can, and we can get fell. we can get back here. We can get back. Okay, so I asked you about when World War Two started. We were talking about Ukraine. And oh, okay, it. yeah, I remember, I remember. <clears throat> and I've talked about this on the podcast previously. So prior to the invasion of Poland, and this gives even more evidence that that's not the beginning of the Second World War. Prior to that, Germany had... Um, annexed some territory back from France. Nobody stopped them. They uh, took back to the Rhineland. What I, I, Technically, it was, it was German territory, but it was being held by the French. So it's still Germany. So up to this point, everybody... And then they wanted to take back the Sudetenland, which was a chunk of Czechoslovakia that had... Um, and this will start to sound familiar in a second. So the Sudetenland was a chunk of basically northern not even northern but kind of like the tip the top tip of czechoslovakia and the reason they wanted to annex that is because the majority of the population was ethnically german and german speaking and it used to be part of germany before the first world war which is why all the german people were there it was also i think czechoslovakia was actually a breakup of the austro-hungarian empire but that top part might have been part of germany i can't remember yeah, no, it was part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So Hitler's like, I want this, and I'm going to take it by force, but I'd rather I'm giving a very condensed version here. He's just like, I want this, and I'm willing to take it by force. So the prime minister of the UK at the time, Neville Chamberlain, brokers a deal between Hitler and, <laughs> I would say Czechoslovakia, but they didn't really have much say in it which is another interesting turn of events. So they basically said, you know what, Hitler, sign this paper saying that you promise no more territorial expansion, militarily or otherwise, if we let you take the Sudetenland. And he said, okay, and Mussolini witnessed. Immediately after this is signed, Chamberlain goes back to England and is like, look at this, guaranteed peace. And then Hitler invades the rest of Czechoslovakia. He, he, he's like, let me sign this, and I'm gonna yeah. wipe my ass with it. Pretty much, Hitler kind of had, kind of had a habit of wiping his ass with agreements he signed because, again, uh, Nazi Germany and the USSR had a non-aggression pact, and that went out the window when Germany launched Operation Barbarossa against Soviet Union. But my point is, there is a case to be made in proactive military intervention now the problem is you can never know if it's a good idea or a bad idea until after the fact yep see like at the time it makes sense why neville chamberlain would have wanted this deal which i don't really give him a hard time because this is after the first world war which is the bloodiest up to that point the bloodiest most closest to armageddon conflict the world had ever seen it broke up two of the world's largest empires in history and almost killed, well, and severely shrank another and almost killed and started a wave of anti-colonialism that would 
continue well into the 20th century. It was a fucking shit show. Also saw one of the worst, actually, I believe up to that, maybe not worse than the bubonic plague, but if not the worst, one of the worst global pandemics at the tail end in the Spanish flu. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because it didn't come from Spain, but I digress. A real, you know, scary pandemic. Yeah. Oh, just for the history buffs out there, there were mask mandates, just just saying. But <laughs> yeah, there anyway. were. Yeah, there were. Um, but the point I'm making here is that what Crenshaw, Jocko, Kennedy, and I've heard other people, I just, their names are escaping me at the moment. And pretty much all, they're pretty much all been either ex-military or active duty military. Um, again, this is one of those things. It's kind of like how I said, you know, don't argue with the guy who's got $30 million of net worth about money. I'm not going to argue about military and foreign policy with guys that have been there on the ground. So if all these guys are saying that, yes, this is, this is something we should do and here's why, I'm going to listen to them. I will listen to them, but I will constructively criticize why they're wrong. <laughs> Because like sure, I said, and, like, and, uh, and like and like I said, it's real easy to argue the points after the fact. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean it's real, it's real, it's real, it's real easy to argue the points after. It's really hard now because of, and again, when you look at it historically, you can be like, oh, well, that was stupid. Well, they didn't know how it was going to pan out. That's the thing. In hindsight, you can look at, you know, in hindsight, you can look at Operation Barbarossa from World War II and be like, well, that was stupid. Well, I mean, they, they didn't fucking know. They didn't know that the Russians were going to throw everything at them. Is Ukraine a part of the United Nations? Mm, I think, yes, I believe the UN. When were they added, do you know? I can look <clears throat> see that up. Probably after the fall of the Soviet Union, I would imagine, but... Ukraine, United Nations. Oh, no, it was apparently one of the founding members. Huh, 1945. Now, this is when it was the Ukrainian Soviet Socialist Republic, so it was technically part of the USSR, but... Okay, wow. and after and after the fall of the Soviet Union in 1991, the newly <clears throat> independent Ukraine retained its seat. So, again, it's a matter of semantics. Ukraine technically was a founding member, but as an independent state, free of proxy rule, 1991, but I would say 1945. And yet their government has been replaced twice. Yeah, but, I mean... No, no buts. We, 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 we need, you know, severe investigations need to be taken place. And just like number 45 said, you know, and, and just for number that, and, and this is the shit right here. Just people saying this stuff it, this is the reason why people get into tiffs and the, the, and everybody's so like stuck to one side or the other. And this is why Civil War is like upon us, per se, because these idiots don't know how to just listen to either side. But um, I'm sorry, but when you have a country that's had its government replaced twice... And we're wondering why Russia's invade. We know why Russia's invading. You know, the the rare metals. 
you know, the rare yeah, metals, yeah. And the well, mining and, and stuff like territor- that. Territorial expansion, all that, all that jazz. Exactly. And, and at there's the there's time, a lot of there's a lot of reasons why they're invading. And as you the stated, question is were, whether or not it's justified. Right. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. You know, if if they just like came in and just said, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do," you can fight back, but we're gonna kill you. You know. Well, that's but, essentially what they said. But I, I know, got, but but at the same then, time, if they just say, "Hey, they, just lay down, nothing will change," we just want they, control of that. You know, and I'm, I'm not saying that's good or bad, but uh, you know, if I if I was the Ukrainians, I'd just be like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here, and I'm going to America." I would have already done that. A lot, a lot of them tried. Um, yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying they couldn't have. Or I'm but not here's they, they, you know. But I mean. here's here's the historical context, and this is where we have to at least think about this. Our our leadership has to is okay. Let's let's say you know they take Ukraine. That's fine. Where does it stop? Because now their territory borders NATO. And why has everything cooled down? And why are we not hearing everything about it in the papers nowadays? Not papers, but I'm sorry, YouTube and uh, fucking Facebook. You know, our our well, news sources. Well, because it's an election year. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and plus Russia kind of got kicked in the dick initially. Yeah, and that's and the, like, that's I'd... the thing. It's like Russia is not using super force, so obviously mm-hmm. they don't want it too bad. Well, I think too. I think Ru- Russia knew. Like I, I think Putin is crazy, but I don't think he's stupid. No, he's far from and stupid. He, he does not he want crazy, a, even. Yeah, he's batshit crazy. I think, but crazy people aren't necessarily stupid. Mm-mm. They don't. Russia doesn't want a nuclear war either. No, I don't because think anybody Trump, truly does. No, who does? But because here's frankly, Rocket Boy, <laughs> Rocket, Rocket, Rocket Boy. Man. We'd turn Moscow to glass between us and our allies. Like it's, the whole world would go up because well, the thing the prob- is everybody would be shooting at each other, and it'd just be it'd yeah. be done for. That's stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like, so nobody wants it, but nobody also wants to. We need call a Superman anybody. four. You know, Superman four. Get get rid of all the nuclear weapons. I would I would be one hundred percent for that, and I don't think there's a soul on the planet that wouldn't really one hundred percent be for that. You know why Here's, why don't we get rid of all nu- nuclear uh, weapons? You know, and but then they're like, oh yeah, but what about nuclear energy? They could well, no. Away. So here's uh, so I have to before I before I debate on this, I have to ask a clarification question. Are you talking about the Superman example or just actually getting rid of all nuclear weapons? Say that one more time. My my shit cut out. So, are you talking about the Superman solution or actually just getting rid of nuclear weapons? Well, Superman kind of was like, uh, "You give them to me, and I'll destroy them. And like, if you don't, I'll I'll just take them." But here's but, the problem with that: Who's watching the Watchmen? No, no, yeah, exactly. Not not that a nuclear. But every, weapon everybody is knows good. Superman's good guy. Until we don't not. have one of those. I watched Brightburn. That was that a shit. fucking awesome movie. Why isn't there a sequel? Uh, well, it's part of a series, actually, a loose series, but it is part yeah, of a series. Yeah, but yeah, it's got a com- it's got a comic uh, uh, background, but it's like, dude, you need to make another one. That movie was amazing, dude. I'm not even gonna lie. That is for me, and I can explain why. Because every time I say this, everybody's like, really? I think that's exactly how it would go if we had a fucking superhero. That, that is 
probably legitimately the scariest movie I've ever seen. And I will explain why. Because, like, I don't know, in your estimation, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? I don't know. I'm not really scared. Or pick pick one of the big ones. I'll tell you why it's scarier. I'm trying. I just I can't think of anything that's really ever truly scared me. Uh I mean as me as a person now or as a kid? As a person now. Alright, as a person now. I c I can't really say any movie scares me. Um Okay, on. I should cl- I should clarify. It's scary in the sense of like if I was in that situation, that would be the scariest fucking thing. Oh, uh Event Horizon, without a doubt. If I, I was in that I saw situation, that one. Ugh. If I was in that situation, fuck that. Woo! That's a scary ass motherfucking movie. Well, I mean, okay. Well, I will. I will compare it. I'll compare it to dude, the, Lawrence the big... Fishburne and Sam Neill. You've never seen it? Nope. Spaceship fucking has a warp drive and it, it uses a artificial black hole to transverse throughout the universe to basically cut a hole in space and time, and it fucking goes to hell per se, and and the fucking and the ship comes back like hellish. And like, huh. oh, dude, it's gnarly, and it's so they, ni- 1997, and, and it's like, whoa. So they painted like flames on it or something. <laughs> oh, speak, You're an speak, no, no, actually, that's that's an Orville. That's hot, an Orville. It's a hot rod. Actually, actually that's an Orville reference, which oh. I'll make I'll make my point. But you haven't watched Orville yet, have you? No, I I, I forgot. You need to you need to watch it because I watched the latest episode from season three. Holy shit. Just when you think it can't get any better. Uh, anyway, my point. I'll compare it to, like, Halloween. Michael Myers, let's be real. Michael, My- Michael Myers requires a tremendous amount of suspension of disbelief. Disbelief. Suspension. Of, yeah, suspension of disbelief. Because I'm sorry. An AR-15 with the appropriate ammo would cut that motherfucker in half. Yeah, a shotgun with a shotgun guns. with buckshot will take his fucking head off. Well, you also have to know the reason why he is the way he is. They why is he the, the way they, he is? They explain that in, in later movies. Is because uh, he's actually... Um, is it Michael Myers? That's possessed by... I think it is. I think he's possessed by a demon? I think so. But here's... Okay, here's my point. Or maybe that was Jason Voorhees. I can't remember. Maybe I can't remember, but I'll, let's just assume for a moment he. One is. of them made a pact with a demon. No, 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 that was Freddy Krueger. God damn, I'm getting my fucking yeah. horror movies all wrong. Anyway, well, but on. okay, so let's let's take this a step further. Let's assume that Michael Myers is in fact uh, possessed by a demon. If you cut his fucking head off, is it gonna grow back? Don't know. No, no. Cut his you know, fucking blow his legs off. Cut his fucking head off, and then run over it with a goddamn semi, and then take. The flathead, throw it in the fucking ocean and let it get eaten by sharks. Fucking done. Roll credits, directed by Sam Raimi. Ring, ring, hello. Uh, fucking crazy. Now, Brightburn, and this is why it was truly horrifying for me, and small spoiler alert, because I'm not going to give you the whole detail, but. By the end of the movie, the only person that knows his weakness is dead. And what a horrible fucking way to die. I mean, I mean, 
pretty much every kill is a horrible way to go. That dude this, was, he was fucking this, something else. This kid don't give up. And you can't do anything. That's that's the scariest thing. That's what I'm talking about. We'd be completely fucked because nobody knows his weakness. Nobody knows he has a weakness. It would be like if Superman never discovered that Kryptonite was his weakness <clears throat> and he was the bad guy. <clears throat> what was uh, dude's weakness? Wasn't it the metals from a ship? Yeah, it could cut him because it was from his home planet, which I thought was a really interesting. And they do something really subtle in that movie that I just loved. And this is where it's truly scary. Is it's not even the kid's fault. The kid didn't decide to become evil. No, it's part of the it's part of the hive mind of his species. That's fucking scary because you can't reason with it. You can't beg it for mercy. You can't kill it. Well, I mean, you can, but nobody knows how to. But the thing is, though, after a little bit, he retained himself, but he was still evil. <clears throat> he just, his his thought process has changed. Instead of being loving, you know, he's just like, you're going to do this to me? I'm going to drop you a billion stories from the sky. <laughs> that was so fucking horrible. At Dude. night... You're falling he, at night. Oh, when he offed the dad, too. Oh. How did he kill him? I can't remember. I can't remember. His dad tried to shoot him, though. And that did fuck all. Yeah, and then he tries to run away from him. I was like, dude, he's super fast. Like, what are you going to do? You can't do... Like, I know you probably run just off of instinct, but, like... It's like, you know your kid's bulletproof. Well, but, like, what are you going to do? Speaking of which, I thought it would be really funny. Your your favorite Superman, Brandon Routh. Um, I'm not dogging him. I've just always found this. I get why they did it. The scene where they they shoot him and then the bullet hits his eye and it oh, like so flattens. Many people love that scene. I, I I love it, but at the same time, it has the potential for pure comedy. Could just been like ah, fuck right in the eye. Yeah right. God damn it! Why do they always shoot me in the fucking eye? And why don't I close it? I tell you what, if it was up to Brandon Routh, he probably would have fucking added comedic value. I honestly, I liked Brandon Routh as Superman. I had zero problem with it. I liked that movie. I saw no issue with it. Did you watch any of the uh, DC shows on um, CW? Uh, uh. Arrow and The Flash, but I didn't finish them. Well, um, when they did the last crossovers, did you watch those? Nope, haven't seen them yet. Uh, I think it's like something, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, I, um, I I read that they've done Brand, that. Crossover. Brandon Routh, uh, what? Superman, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, it was uh, it was it was speculated, and then we saw him, and he's like kind of chubby, you know, and but it worked. He, he he had some gray in his hair and stuff like that, so he just looked like an older Superman. And well, hey man, like, Peter B. Parker was chubby, and he was the best part of that movie. Is that the dad? Yeah. And, and no, and in the Spider Verse, he's the Peter Parker from the. Oh, oh, jeez! I thought you were talking about Brightburn. <laughs> I was like, Oh no! What? Oh my God! Though, and then the scene where the glass shatters and it's in her eye, and I'm just like, Ah! Oh, that, that was the sister, right? Uh, it's the chick at the diner. Oh yeah, yeah, that was fucking. Oh up. my God! Ah! 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 I'm ready to go back. <laughs> Well, actually, I'm, I will be ready to go back in a month. 
because I'm trying to get back into the gym. It was hell on yes, wheels me. for me this last time, dude. Dude, I I'm not even going to lie. It was the last place I wanted to be tonight. Yeah. It fucking hurt. Yeah, it fucking yeah. hurt. It fucking hurt, man. <clears throat> not as bad as last Monday. Last Monday was particularly rough because that was the night where I was like, if it's too fucking crowded, I'm not going. And then I walk in and there's a fucking free squat rack and I'm like, God damn it. It was meant to be. I it, I had to. So this uh, whole <laughs> Civil War thing, you know. Well, see, that's the other thing. So like, let's let's while we're at it. So <clears throat> another thing about the difference between like the people who would be on the blue side and the people who would be on the red side. I'm not saying left or right, blue versus red. Is a lot of the blue people. <laughs> God, this is controversial as fuck, but I don't care. Like, listen. Everyone is a special little, and I'm not being a sarcastic asshole. Everyone is a special little snowflake, but a lot of you motherfuckers think you're a lot more special than you are. Right. You need to exercise. It's it's just good for you. I've never ever, well, I'm sure there's one person on the planet who died from exercising too much, but it's a rarity um, Com- actually, compared we know compared to the other. Who died from exercising too much? Yep. Who? Our friend who has a daughter. Remember? His, uh, from ex- his, from his exercising? Ba- his baby mama. She uh, she basically r- ran her heart out. Really? Well, it was it was a multitude of things. She was uh, anor- bulimic, anorexic. Oh, so, well, okay. Yeah. But the thing is, though, so, like, she had no nutrition, but she also... Wow. She blew her Wait. heart up. Well, yeah, but she, okay, way to make me feel like a dick, but you know what I mean. From from exercise alone and an otherwise healthy individual. Yeah, that's fucked up, right? Yeah, I mean, by, fuck. <laughs> that just blew, blew your fucking shit. I thought you were like, God damn. But no. There, no, were, you, there you, were underlying conditions. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what you're saying you is have to, correct. You have, to, you have to eat. Yes. There, there, there's no one that's, you know... I mean, maybe if they're really healthy and they use a juicer and the juicer blows up and kills them. <laughs> yeah, like I said, this is not... Which has I, happened. I, I'm sure it has. But... I, I got a big finger. <laughs> but no, actually, uh, so, Jack, uh, Jack LaLanne. Oh, shit. I don't know if that's true. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is does the side that embraces unquestioning body positivity, and I'm not talking, I'm talking about the toxic shit, not the, you know, accepting that people are human beings and they deserve respect no matter what shape, what shape, what shape, size, creed, race, whatever. Everyone deserves a basic level of human respect. Political stance. Yeah, political stance. We're, we're all people. But <laughs> when your opposition can run five miles <laughs> with full ammo, do you, do you think you're going to win that fight? I'm just saying. And plus, plus, here's the fact, too, is a lot of people on that side, you know what side I'm talking about, have never actually experienced violence. Not even tame violence. That's, like, a lot of them have... That's what I'm saying. Well, a lot of them haven't even had full contact sparring, which I wouldn't consider violence. Smack one in the mouth and see what they do. Oh, exactly. It'd be like that... I'm, I'm getting my gun! What? You have a gun? Wait, what? You have a gun? Really? 
Yeah, exactly. That's cool. What kind? Let me see it. Hey, your name? What's your what's your name? Gage Gage Grosskreutz. <laughs> Got a clock. For Get a wrecked, attack. bitch. Hey, but Kyle Rittenhouse will be on the front lines, man. Dude, that poor dude. He he can't go anywhere. He's fucked for his life. That, that's that's why he's he's he needs to sue everybody and just get a bunch of money so he can fucking just afford to. I I don't live. I don't know that he I don't know that he's fucked for life. He just needs to. Get I mean, out of- if 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 we stop allowing radicals to like hunt people, basically. Well, no. If he he needs. Them, he needs to move to like Tennessee or somewhere. That's he'll what be. I'm saying. Move to a red state, dude. Or yeah, or, or he'll move, be he'll move be somewhere where people know who you are and they respect you. He'll be, he'll be fine. Move yeah, move to a state like Tennessee or Florida. Yeah, Wagers. I was gonna say I'd wager to say even Florida would be somewhat accepting, but Tennessee might be the reddest. I don't know. States. I mean, I, honestly, I everyone keeps saying they uh, if DeSantis runs, they're gonna vote for him, and I'm like, I will. I would vote for DeSantis, but at the same time. I want Florida to say great because that's what that's what I've heard a lot of people say. It's like, well, Floridians particularly are like, well, we kind of want them to run, but at the same time, we kind of want them to stay in Florida. So. Yeah, because the thing is, like, a lot of people have flocked to Florida, Texas, and all that stuff, and they're from the left, and they vote for the same stupid fucking policies they ran from. Oh, speaking of stupid policies, I don't know if this is true. I only saw a video just actually moments before we started this podcast apparently um california passed a law that if you evict a tenant you have to pay one month's rent to the tenant to help with moving transition cost and i read that and i'm like okay you know what's going to happen there's going to be an even bigger housing crisis in california because out-of-state investors are no longer going to invest in rental properties in california and they are the number one Yes, because most people who live in California don't have the capital to own rental properties. Hi, I know. I sold to one. (laughs) Because they left. They're like, fuck this dumpster And those investors give people more money for their houses than they're asking, which I know I was one of them. So, therefore, it's like when you're talking about that, you know, them leaving California and a mass exodus, it's like it's not going to help you. You know, you guys claim you're the strongest economy in the United States. You are fucking yourself. No, no, you there's no way. You are getting people leaving in droves. I, I would honestly say, even even <clears throat> even before the people, I would say right now it would have to be Texas or Florida. Maybe, well, <clears throat> maybe, maybe New York. I'd have to see the numbers. But I'm thinking uh, probably New, Texas New or Florida. They're, they're leaving New York, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'd say right now it's probably Texas or Florida. What were they flocking to? Not because they're flocking to it, but I, I'd honestly, I think Texas probably. Tim Pool is all like, "Oh, move to West Virginia." It's like, who the fuck wants to live in West Virginia? Fuck West Virginia. That's <laughs> like, I'm good. There's actually, fucking bears actually, and shit. <laughs> actually, you know what? Kudos to West Virginia for existing, because the reason they exist is really fucking cool. Why do they exist, Jake? Because when a bunch of the states were seceding from the union. A chunk of because it was Virginia, it was all Virginia at the time. A chunk of Virginians were like, "Fuck this, we don't want no part of this bullshit." None, and they said, "Fuck you, we're seceding from Virginia to go back to the Union." Virginia. 
It's Virginia. Meet <laughs> Virginia. That's a good song. I know, right? Train is one of those bands where, like... Well, it is a good song, but it's like... But it's also not. It's well, kind of annoying. Well, it's a good song, but it's like two different songs wrapped into one. This is like, true. Frank Virginia, and it's like a it's bow, a sad bow, part. Bow, bow, bow. Or however it goes, I can't remember. It, I, I do like the song. Don't get me wrong. It, it, it's it's similar to uh, Paul McCartney's uh, Paul McCartney and Wings. Uh, what is it? It's like four different songs in one. Um, oh my God, dude! I know I'm sorry, Eddie. I'm sorry, any Anytime somebody brings up Wings, I always think of uh, role models. Love, take me down. To the streets. Although <laughs> uh, it's a running gag in that movie is like, it's not a wing song. I don't know. Oh no, I'm sorry. He says because the the name of the charity is Sturdy Wings. So he's like, uh, every time I'm down here, he's like, love take me down. And then Paul Rudd's like, that's not a wing song. And he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Didn't he say it was Beatles or something? Why do I? No, feel he like doesn't. That? He doesn't say. He doesn't say what it is. Oh, okay. But oh, it's it, that's a f- hilarious movie. It's like staring at these four walls. What the fuck is that song called? And then it breaks into another song. It's like I don't even know. It's a good song. I um, I don't know. Do you want know. to? So basically, if there's a civil war in America, it's pretty obvious which side will win. The side with more people, all the guns, generally speaking on a balance of probabilities, probably more athletic. I don't mean thin. I mean athletic. Because a lot of these vegan fucks are, like, skeletal thin. You may be thin, but you are not healthy. Dude, I've seen some vegan people, and, like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but it's going to come off that way, so deal with it. Like, some of you people look sick. Like, ill. Have you seen what happens like when someone is long term vegan? Yes, like, they eye, die. Their, their eyes like literally sink in. Yeah, they see because they lose all the fucking, they lose all the fat in their skin. You know, the good shit. The you funny need for... thing is, there is protein in vegetables. Nobody will, uh, dif- uh will, will not defend Brussels sprouts. That. Anyway, so there there is protein in those. But the thing is, the proteins that are in them. They are different than animal proteins that you consume. It's it's not the same. the uh, The animal proteins are more complete, and they complete uh, your uh, need uh, with the amino acids and whatnot. But vegan, it's not complete. You know? Well, and then there's the there then there's the density. I, I, so I'm I, sorry. I do you know? I, do I you know, speak to it? Do you know how many Brussels sprouts you'd have to eat to equal the amount of protein you get in a four ounce? And there's a lot of protein in Brussels chicken sprouts breast. for a vegetable. Yeah, four ounce piece of chicken breast has, I can't remember, but I think it's somewhere along the thirty, like six. Oh, is it that high? I was gonna say sixteen to eighteen. No, it's it's like it's like thirty for four ounces. Oh, oh goddamn. Maybe, oh no, you're maybe, right. You're right. Maybe it's like twenty, twenty five. I think it's. I think. Hang it's on. Almost 30. Hang on. We can we can look this up. Because we have the Google machine. I just protein in four ounces chicken breast. Thirty-five grams. There you go. And just to give you an idea, that would be approximately thirty-five to thirty-six Brussels sprouts. 
I love Brussels sprouts, though. So. Oh, I love. Oh, dude, I love them. They're one Sa- of my favorite vegetables. Well, I'll tell you of what. The- right now, Sasha makes them. You'd be like, oh my god, she. Uh, you like brown sugar? I've never had them with brown sugar. Dude, yes, I do, but I've never had your them. fucking life. Dude, literally, I generally she makes the best Brussels sprouts ever. What what I generally do with Brussels sprouts is I will literally just put them in with what if I'm making the appropriate protein, which is usually like salmon or chicken. Just put them in there and cook it with it. Yeah, hmm. and then I season season it the same. It's usually lemon pepper for fish and chicken. I love lemon pepper. Although, I do. Don't sleep on this. Walmart's got this bag of frozen seafood like uh, mixture. Oh, dude, it was the fucking bomb. Oh, it was awesome. I'm not a fan of seafood. Dude, you won't eat sushi, but yet you'll eat seafood? The sushi, okay, so I, okay. sushi's too much. No uncooked sushi. Like, I, I don't I don't eat raw cooked, yeah, I raw, cooked raw meat I, sushi. I, I cooked I my fucking, shit. I eat the shit that's cooked, you know. I mean, I'll eat some sushi. I just don't seek it out. Dude. I'm not I'm, one of those I'm guys. I'm telling you, though, the sushi club, fuck, it's so good. I'm going to make you go one day. And you're gonna be like, this. Yeah, you're right. This is the best thing ever. Because it's, I, not, it's I, not all just sushi. I ascribe to Tate's view on sushi. Hmm. You're not a man if you eat sushi. Well, fucking shit. <laughs> There's chicken in there, and it's chicken it's teriyaki, a, it's, and it's so good. That's like, not sushi, though. No, 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 no. It's not. It's, it's not sushi. It's literally just chicken and teriyaki. But well, uh, that's not sushi. <laughs> I'm saying it's sushi club. It's your oh the club. restaurant. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I ain't talking oh, about just okay. sushi. I, I don't, like, just get... Like, people that get, like, fucking big old rolls of sushi and three-fours of them, and I'm just like, no. I don't They're like not men! They're not men! I don't fucking subscribe <laughs> to that bullshit. You know what I... And this is this is legit. Cook this shrimp. Is, this is getting into tempura. some Tate territory. This is getting into some Tate territory. I have never met a group of men in my life who were like, let's go out for sushi. I've heard a lot of women say it, I've never had a group of men be like, well, because you get a group of like, like dudes together. Let's get some steak or some steak, wings. Bar- steak, barbecue, burgers, wings, whatever. But never is like, bro, let's get some fucking California rolls, bro. Dude, I want some city barbecue so bad. Oh, dude. So no, good. They have a sandwich, and I don't know what it's called. It is the best thing I've ever tasted. I had it's probably it in, their, I had it it's, it's probably their brisket. No, I mean it had brisket really? on it. it. It had brisket on it. It had pulled pork on it, and I think it, I believe it had smoked sausage on it. And I was like, God damn! I oh love you. Jesus! It was the insane. Ron, the Ron Swanson. It was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to try the vegan bacon? Sure. Yes, please. <laughs> Might have another. <laughs> another. <laughs> I've never watched no. any of that shit. Like, dude, I've only it is seen just pieces and bits of him, and I was like, it's just worth watching just him. Dude, the show he makes the show. That's what I figured. He's fucking funny. They need to just have some type of spinoff with him, being that character. I mean, they basically added more of him because he was the break. You know, most shows have a breakout star, mm-hmm. and or even a breakout character. Like Big Bang Theory had Sheldon, and Parks uh, and Rec had Ron Swanson. Little Sheldon was really good for like first few episodes i just I, I didn't really get into it after that i never liked it i i've never actually even watched big bang theory like religiously like i've never like gone through a season and watched it like i've watched that yeah, you don't there. you don't have to it's like the sopranos I, dude i've been I, catching all kinds of shit on youtube 
Soprano shit, and I was like, man, I want to watch this show. It looks fucking awesome. And then I'm like, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> it's a commitment. Um, so the thing about Big Bang Theory is I, a lot of people shit on it, and I totally understand why. But it's not a show that you should think about like that. You just watch it. Yeah, you just you watch, think. just enjoy it. Like, yes, it's basic. That's like That's Roseanne why it's, for me. But Roseanne's like really, really good. Yeah, it's a fantastic show. And and kind of, and well, not kind of. It was groundbreaking in what it did because it was it wasn't the first show, obviously, that showed like normal Americans. And that's the funny was, thing is like with how like she was in the show and like. And then how she was treated later on. It's like, she, like, had, she touched, they touched so many topics in that show. And now you guys are hanging on to that bullshit. And and then, like, apparently, did you hear what happened to her with, like, the medication or whatnot she was taking? I don't know all the details, but I I heard that she got... I kind of find it bullshit, you know. But the thing is, like, a lot of people have said that people have actually had uh, hallucinations uh, on that type of medication she was on to sleep. So I'm just like, well, I mean, it could be, but I, I think it's bullshit. I, I don't think her comment was actually racist. I think she literally said that girl looked like the fucking monkey from uh, Planet of the Apes. And if you look at it, she fucking looks like the goddamn oh, no, monkey. I, I, I heard about that. I saw a picture and I'm like, yeah, and, probably a really, really poor choice of timing. But... Oh, yeah, horrible. But it's fucking funny. And it looked like her. Just yeah, gonna say. I, I, I mean, anyone can get mad at me all they want. It fucking looked like it was funny. Now, she could apologize, like, listen, you're not a monkey. I didn't say you're a porch monkey, which is a fucking slur. Don't say that. It's fucking stupid and uneducated. I was a porch monkey. What, what, what? I swear there was like a show or something about, about it that. It was Clerks too. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm a fucking porch monkey. I can't even remember. Taking, how said we're, it. Ta- we're taking it back. I just thought it meant a lazy person. Oh my god! <laughs> we're taking it back. I've, I'm, I'm in the theater watching this movie, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, Kevin Smith, what the fuck? Then, I... along, with the, then along with the interspecies erotica, which was so fucking funny. Unless you have something uh, crazy, like to add, I think this would be a good stopping point. <laughs> I think as punishment for inciting the civil war, because we all know that it's going to come from the left side of the aisle. I think as punishment, they should all be made to go into the shit older theaters, like the one in Columbus and be forced to watch Tropic Thunder. Yes. A dozen consecutive viewings. And then maybe just maybe they will get a sense of humor. Speaking of theaters. <laughs> August 11th. Yes. Dragon Ball Super. We got to we got we got to see if we can get uh I hope they fucking put it in uh in Dolby, dude. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't think they will. I yeah, but dude, they put it in it. my theater last time. Remember? Yeah, I know. Yeah, and it like it looked good on it. Don't get me wrong, but it's Yeah, it was like, fine. Well, with the way it looks now, it might be on fucking mm-hmm. Don't be negative, sir. Hey man, I'll see it in Dolby if it, if it is, but I just I just can't see it. Dude, them are you allocated. aware that Dragon Maybe. Ball is not really highly publicized here in the United States, and yet it is a worth several billion dollars. The whole yeah. franchise. Yeah. Imagine if they actually advertised over here. 
Well, I've heard whispers that Disney has acquired the rights for a live action. Yeah, I don't believe that. Well, and I heard, I, 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 yeah, uh, one of my buddies sent me uh, that on uh, me- Facebook Messenger, and I was like, I was like, that'd be cool, but I don't, I don't see it. Well, yeah. considering considering Fuck that Disney. <laughs> well, considering that Gen Fukunaga founded Funimation for the sole purpose of owning the distribution rights for Dragon Ball in the United States in North America, I kind of find that hard to believe. Unless they were literally like, "Well, you're gonna have to go through Funimation first, and they got a big fat check with the Mickey Mouse ears on it, and they were like, <laughs> "Fuck it." Come <laughs> Gorsh, <laughs> big bang blast! Oh, I said big bang blast. Big bang attack! <laughs> Gorsh. <laughs> powering up. Sorry, headphone listeners. <laughs> My God. All right, we're getting to that point of the night. Lead us out. All right, why don't you lay the official sponsor on them? Because um, it's a big day tomorrow. Yeah, actually, it's not in the uh, description right now, but you can look yeah. it up on Facebook, OMG CBD. Uh, tomorrow is our grand opening there in Columbus, Indiana, 935 Second Street, and it is right next to, uh, Omari Plants and More, and then, um, that's where they grow the CBD. Another place, no. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, so, uh, come check us out if you are a local native to Columbus, Indiana, or if you're just a local to Indiana and you're not very far away, I know gas prices are high, we ship. Go to Facebook. If you, here's the thing. If you were in Hustlers University, like we told you to, you would have the money to pay for the gas to go to OMG CBD. So what the fuck are you waiting for? <laughs> Join up so you can get your money so you can buy your medicinal goods. The link will be links will be links. in the description. And also, it's on here too. We have Stevie Wicks link in here. Oh yeah. yeah. I guess I can tell you about their new Damn, you got crystal. a new candle every freaking week. Well, this is the brand new candle. This is one of the new crystal-infused candles. This particular one is eucalyptus and mint with obsidian infused into the wax. Had to turn the air conditioner back on, guys. Yes, sir. That's nice. Those are little little bits of obsidian in there. Obsidian, allegedly, or is purported to repel negativity. It hasn't worked for me yet, but I'm also <laughs> a giant. I'm also a giant ass. So. Uh, but the cool part is, is once the candle, since wax, since soy wax burns so cool, once the candle's done, you still have the obsidian. So if you're into that kind of thing, you can keep them around. Yes. Put them in your pocket. Put them in a little bag. I know that. I guess people will put them in bags, and it's almost like a talisman sort of thing. I don't know why I was jerking off a tiny. Bit <laughs> it's like a they they like have the sack of little stones, and it's like a talisman almost. It's a horrible pantomime. <laughs> I gotta, th- I gotta thank Dane Cook for teaching me that word when I was fucking seventeen. Pantomime. What, pantomime? I never knew what the fuck pantomime meant until Dane Cook. 
I knew what a mime was, but I didn't know there was such thing as a fucking word called pantomime. I'm not going anywhere. No. See, you think you're good? <laughs> now I'm just a visible man. Invisible. <laughs> no. It wore off, damn it. I already put the cut back on. <laughs> no, it's like. Ron! Ron! Harry? Hermione's getting undressed! Ron! Blimey! Uh, That's all I have. So That'll do. Check us out. Check it all out. Check it all out. Don't take our word for it. Just do it. Check out. Check out. Check remember, check remember out. to like, share, and subscribe because the channel cannot grow. Unless you tell all of your friends, family, your enemies, your customers, your loved ones, that guy that you talk to on the street occasionally, people in your office. <laughs> the non-player, non-NPC. Yeah, the, the, the cop that pulled you over. You should, before he leaves, just be like, hey man, you know, I know you just wrote me a ticket and all, but... Have you heard of Average Intelligence Podcast? <laughs> I mean, you, you probably really like them because they're like really cool and don't give two shits about what people think about so yeah you should totally check them out and then if you prefer to listen to us instead of look at our chiseled beautiful faces you can check us out on the audio streaming platforms which include but are not limited to Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Audible Amazon Spotify that's the big one that was a Stitcher Radio Now Anchor, I think I already said, and a couple of other little ones, which if you listen to them, good for you, but I don't think anybody actually listens to them, so... <clears throat> One yeah. day. One day. One day. And also, shout out to our international listeners who don't get enough credit. Shout out. Leave some comments, guys. We want to hear from you guys and gals. Because Oh, get this. We finally had some female viewers. We're not a sausage fest anymore. I think it's like twelve percent, but it's it's something. It is what it is, Jeff. We're also break, we're also breaking into different age demographics now. Outside of our own, we get the fifty-five plus. <laughs> we a little bit. We've yet to break the under seventeen, but I think that's a good thing for the nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good thing. They, they don't subscribe to the same opinion. They're, they're uh, really gullible, not gullible, but sponges. Well, I don't. Don't you know they want to lower the voting age to sixteen? Yeah, but you know, got to be twenty-one to smoke. 21 I think to it's drink. a, I think it's a fantastic idea. <laughs> because I don't know about you, but when we were sixteen, we threw bottle rockets. At, well, actually, we still do that. So I guess that point is moot. It is. I always break the stick off of one light and throw it. You never know where it's gonna go. I was gonna say it makes it exciting. <laughs> and it never what, hurts. What? What it is, is we're men of science, because we also discovered that bottle rockets work Real men of genius! Yes, we are. We did. We discovered that. <laughs> I'm still shocked. Alright, people. This is another podcast. Goodbye. And God bless. I'm Walter Cronkite. I, I forgot how to fucking shut the podcast off. <laughs> you, hit, you hit stop.